spoke to us to be expected by the church of God globally. And the prophetic word that God gave us for this church so that we can have an expectation. As you all know that this is a prophetic and apostolic church. is a church where you can experience God like in the time of the Bible. Among us, two days ago, while we were worshipping, the glory of God came down in power. And I saw cherubs. In a swift flight, they filled the whole of this temple. And they began, they came, they carried in their hands children. And they began to visit women who were said to be barren. And as we have had testimonies last year of transcendent power of God bringing forth children from womb that the medical doctors believe they can never be fruitful. Even this is January, in 10 months time, we will begin to name the babies conceived this month of January. This month of January is a refreshing month. Also, in the, on the first, on the second, and yesterday, the hand of God came and began to do operation in people. Sicknesses were taken out of bones, joint of bones, I saw it. People were healed of various diseases in the blood, in the kidney, liver, in, in, you know, internal organs. And there is something that God revealed to me too for you in this season. As those miracles were happening among us, the Lord opened my eyes to the realm of the Spirit and a few number of members who have confirmed the same thing that God had revealed. And we saw instantaneous healing among people. But I want to say to you that on the first midnight, the Lord visited me to remind me again of the mandate of heaven for Christ with tabernacle. It shall come to pass in this house that the mighty hand of God in power will rest upon this house. And I saw people who are on wheelchairs run out of their wheelchairs. I saw legs grow. I saw amputated hands grow. And I saw children that were said to be Down syndrome. I saw God separate his spirit out of their bodies. And their physical form, shape of head, changed like metamorphosis into normal face. And people saw it. I saw the hand of God perform so many miracles that are astonishing to this present age, which this age have not seen. And I saw God using that as an axe to break the powers of hell over the United Kingdom. And I saw people who were said to be reserved began to dance in the house of God just like David danced. I saw the spirit of joy overtook the United Kingdom and broke the spirit of reservation and conservatism. I saw people began to express themselves from various tribes and tongues. I saw them began to express themselves in loud noise before their God. For God did not give man mouth to shout before a piece of leather only, which we call football. And we saw God breaking that barrier so that the mouth he had given to this nation was now used to the praise of he that lives forever and ever. I saw a mighty revival sweeping the church of God on earth. 
For the church of God on earth, this is what the Lord has said. Arise, shine, for your light has come, and the glory of the Lord has risen upon you. And it says, See, darkness covers the earth, and thick darkness over the peoples. But the Lord rises upon you, and his glory appears over you. Nations will come to your light. Before we talk about that, the church of God on earth have come to a season where the glory of God will distinct the church from the nations. The glory of God will distinct the church from the nations. The second thing that will happen in the church is, because of the manifestation of God's glory upon God's people, nations will begin to come into the light of God upon the church. Because the church has entered a new dawn. It is called the dawn of brightness. The past season in the church of God globally had been very confusing. That a lot of people who go to church do not really have personal contact with the divine God. They follow the God they do not have contact with. Whereas, the intention of God to establish his church on earth is to have a pool whereby he can pull mortal men together so that everyone can have encounters of God. That's the purpose of the church. The church is not a gathering place for social gathering or for a routineous visit every week. The church is a breeding ground of God where God transforms humanity into spirituality. Where God can share his divinity with mortal men and those mortal men can be distinct by the glory of his presence. And in this very year, though because, because this is the mandate of God, Satan had barraged the church with all manners of strange doctrines which has created lukewarmness in the household of faith across the globe. And many people who should be firebrand for God are very lukewarm. And many who profess to know God do not really worship him because God is not a priority of their lives. And Christians have been diverted in their focus by some strange doctrine. Some go to God because of what they get from God. Some go to God because of miracle. Some go to God because of, um, you, know, personal, you know, personal ambition and stuff. And people who are supposed to be brimstones before God, they are, they are like stones that uh, their fire has been snipped off. But in this season, listen to what God is doing. A new dawn called the dawn of brightness that comes by the encounter of glory. And what will happen thereafter is verse 4 of that chapter 60 of Isaiah. It says, lift up your eyes and look around you, all assemble and come to you. Your sons come from afar and your daughters carried on their arm. Now what will bring these people together? What is going to happen through the glory? That will bring many people together into the church. Look at the book of Isaiah chapter 2. People have not been attracted to the church because they are looking for a God that is different from the God of this world. Which the church global has not been able to give because of all the merchandising and perversion that have happened in the church globally. Or lukewarmness to others who have not gone to perversion. But only very few have the word of truth, but they are not popular because the majority have the word of man. 
And now in this season, because it's the morning of brightness, the dawn of brightness, Isaiah chapter 2 verse 1 to verse 3 will be fulfilled. It says, this is what the Lord, this is what Isaiah son of Amos saw concerning Judah and Jerusalem in the last days. This is what God revealed to Isaiah in the last days. And the the God of Isaiah has revealed it to some of us who are also messengers of heaven in these last days. I checked the records of the prophecy and the visions God gave me for 2015 with some other ministers of God in various continents who also have the same encounters that I have. What is the encounters that we have, whom God has raised in this season as doorkeeper? Every one of these ministers that I'm talking about, we all had visitations of Jesus Christ. Jesus has appeared to us over the years several times. We all have angelic visitation. Angels attend in our meetings physically, and angels reveal themselves to us. We have all been to heaven several times. We have the journeys of heaven and uh, God had proceeded to tell me in 1999, when he showed me the calendar of the occurrence of the world in 2015, that 2015, therefore, is a year to look up for, to by the church global. And in this very season last year, I began to be linked up with these few ministers of God, whom God had reserved for this very season. So as God revealed to Isaiah concerning the last days, in these last days, God had visited us to give us a fuller understanding of what he gave to Isaiah by the same medium of visions of heaven and encounters through our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Now this is what the King of Heaven had declared. The mountains of the Lord's temple will be established as chief among the mountains. The church of God on earth has come to a season that the church of God will stand out from all other mountains, which symbolizes every religion that professes to contest with the credibility of Christianity. In this year, God will begin to distinct His church by clear manifestations that will humble every faith. That is number one. Manifestation of power. Then he says, It shall be raised above hills. There are subsidiary religions also who are lesser. Like, you know, um, agnosticism. And like Baha'i and other little, little religions that people created all over the whole place. Including false religions that were created in the church. Which has, which has uh, built up by wrong teachings and wrong doctrines. The Bible says here, and God is saying in this year, you will see the hills fade away. Wrong doctrines in the church will fade away. Because God will touch the heart of humanity and they will begin to crave for the truth. The veil that Satan used to cover the face of people in church is removed already. And you will see many more unveiled. So that people who have been lied to from pulpits will confront the liars who have lied to them for years. Of course, 
In the church of God, the heart of God will come in judgment, which will terrify people like in the days of Ananias and Sapphira. And it says, therefore, it will be raised above the hills, and in this time all nations will stream to it. Let me say something to you. I'm speaking now as, a, as an English minister. In the United Kingdom, for instance, we have had, you know, a good number of consultations among ministers of various colors. The African ministers, Caribbean ministers, you know, Asian ministers, and English ministers. And what has been the concern of some of our English brethren is that why is it that the black churches, especially African churches, are, you know, growing very fast. On this question, we have been contacted by the BBC, we have been contacted by the channel, whatever, all manners of streams. And people have various ideas of why this is happening. I will tell you something that God has revealed to me. There is a nature God had created into England, but England lost it. Their forefathers had it. That nature God gave to England is a nature where Anything given to an Englishman, they have a nature of critically looking into it. They don't just rush at it. But they critically study the reality of it. And upon conviction, they are sold out to it. This is what the forefathers of United Kingdom and Europe, really, Germany and United Kingdom, played a key role in this. And this is what brought all the reformation. But the strength God gave to African people is this. Anything that they believe, they worship, they are aggressive towards it, and they are totally committed to it. And Africans worship the devil when Jesus revealed himself to the English. But the tenacity and the, and the strength Africans worship the devil when they were told about Jesus, they overrun their mentors or their instructors who came from England. Because for the manifestation of power, a man needs to channel all his energy and strength to his maker. And so the African people have the advantage of naturally, when they commit their, themselves to a particular God, they give that God everything. So when they come to Jesus, they give Jesus everything. But the limitation of the African nature is the ability to critically study. In African nature, they have relieved that aspect to some selected few who take the leap. And in this season, what God is doing is this. God is going to take the best of Africa and put that fire into the English or Europeans. And then he will take the best of Europe, which is the ability to study in depth, and he will give that to the Africans. So that both the Africans and the Europeans and the Asians and the Caribbeans will meet at the same wavelength. Because you cannot serve a God you do not know. At the same time, if you do claim to know God, you have to be committed to him more than commitment to everything. There is no such a thing that I serve God in my own way. And you come to church and it looks like a graveyard. When the Bible says, make a joyful noise. It has nothing to do with culture. It has to do with humanity missing the mark. 
And so in this season, what you are seeing in the church is a new horizon that will cause men and women to jump out of their weaknesses and enter into the strength that is available in exchange. And there will be a great combustion of power. There will not be difference between Africa, African praise and Caribbean praise with English praise or French praise. Everybody will go, I mean, wild in praise. There will not be a difference between the English studying the word and looking for knowledge to an African because everyone will look for the knowledge. Why? Because the glory of God will make the difference. It will cause hunger for the word as it will manifest the power. And so, therefore, the Bible says, in verse 3 of that scripture, many people will come and say, come, let us go up to the mountains of the Lord, to the house of the God of Jacob. Why? He says, he will teach us his ways. So there will be an in-depth teaching of the word of God that will defy all errors. Errors like deliverance, which some people say that everyone born again should be delivered. It is a fundamental error that came from the pit of hell. Because the Bible says in the book of, the book of um, uh, John chapter 8, verse 31, it says, And to the Jews who believed in him, Jesus said, If you obey my teaching, you are truly my disciples. And you will know the truth, and the truth will set you free. Not deliverance. People have been lied to in the church that some ministers so-called are the ones who have a special grace to deliver others. This is apostasy. Jesus had paid the price. And the people of God must know it is faith in the name and full obedience to Jesus that earns you the manifestation of grace and power. Errors like generational curses will be done away with. But the Bible says, For therefore there is no condemnation, Romans 8.1, For those who are in Christ Jesus, for in Christ Jesus the Lord of Spirit of life has set us free from the Lord of sin and death. If we who have been set free think we are still bound, how will we be able to go to the idol worshippers? How will we be able to go and set free the fundamentalists in Islam? These people, their hungry soul is crying for a salvation, which they thought that they would get from violence. Whereas, it is only through Jesus that a man can attain it. But if those who are supposed to go and tell the idol worshippers that salvation is found in no other name, Neither is there any other name under heaven by which man shall be saved. Chapter 4, verse 12 of Acts. And those who should go and tell them, believe they are bound. And those who should go and tell them that they, they can be free, believe that they are not free. Those who should go and tell others about how God blesses man, if they still believe that they are cursed, how will they be able to go? All these things are from the devil to paralyze God's sins. In this year, the voice of truth will rise up again in the church and sound loudest than every hill which is first of. And then it says, they will come and say, people will come to the church and say, let us go there. They will teach us the ways so that we may walk in his path. 
They will teach us the ways of the God of Jacob, so that we may walk in his path. The law will go forth from Zion, the word of the Lord from Jerusalem. So we understand that the glory that has come this year will produce manifestations that will humble the devil. But it will give knowledge of the word as well that will attract the souls of men. Into this, God had given you privilege to partake. In the book of Habakkuk, chapter 2, verse 14, it says, For the eyes shall be filled with the knowledge of the glory of the Lord as waters cover the sea. What does that mean? The world will not be filled with, with glory because the prophetic does not contradict itself. Isaiah said that darkness filled the earth and thick darkness over the people, isn't it? For the world, there will be so much confusion on earth this year than this world had ever seen. God will confuse the intelligence of this world. Things will happen on earth that the combination of powers in the world will recognize is out of our control now. We don't know solution to this. Because for light to be visible, there must be darkness around it. Light cannot be visible in light. And solution cannot be sought in solution. So for the world, I welcome the world into a terrible time. A time the Bible calls perilous time. Why should this happen? Because the world have perverted the goodness of God. And they have come to the place they call evil good. Unfortunately, it has crept into the church as well. But listen to me. In accordance with the word of God, God therefore will manifest glory in the church. And it will be visible by the world. And this is what Habakkuk saw and he declared. It says, The earth will be filled with the knowledge of the glory of the Lord as waters cover the sea. A little bit further about the world. One of the reasons why God would punish the world is this. Habakkuk went further to say, Will not all of them taunt him? Verse 6. I read from verse 6. Will not all of them taunt him with ridicule and scorn, saying, Woe to him who piles up stolen goods and makes himself wealthy by extortion. Every nation that people have piled up stolen goods and they have amassed wealth by extortion will be brought to judgment. He says, How long must this go on? The voice of God is saying now, I cannot take this present age any longer. Where some people, by extortion of the poor one, amass wealth. Look at what will happen. Verse 7, it says, Will not your debtors suddenly arise? Many nations who are in debt and who are piled up rubbles, you know, extortions, wealth by extortion, God will bring them to judgment. Their debtors, their creditors will begin to come after them. He said, will, not, will they not wake up and make you tremble? Then you will become their victim. Many people will become, many nations will become the victim of the third recession. The third recession is coming. Understand this. It is inevitable. Verse 8. Because you have plundered many nations, the peoples who are left will plunder you. Every nation 
that have plundered other nations will be visited this year and they also will be plundered. Mark my words. Woe to him who builds up his realm by unjust gain to set his nest on high to escape the clutches of ruin. There are many things that you hear on television. It's different to the real thing that is happening behind the button. Some nations have used television to deceive and delude people. To back up their atrocious acts. And the God of heaven said, in this year, he will expose their Pandora's box in the public. And he will expose what they had done in the secret. Some of the people who are their secret agent, you will begin to see them come to television to tell the truth. Really, the televisions that have been used in this atrocious act will begin to come down to the drain. The Lord God will judge the earth again. And by the judgment of God upon the earth, and according to his holy order, you will see the manifestation of confusion and darkness. It says in verse 10, You have plotted the ruin of many people or, the, or nations, shaming your own house and forfeiting your life. The stones of the wall will cry out. The stones of the wall will cry out, verse 11, and the beam of the woodwork will echo it. Listen to me. Stones will cry out this year. You will see uprising in many nations. People who have been relegated in nations will rise up for the truth of their nation, for justice. As you are trying to quell them in one city, they will rise in another city. As you try to quell them in one nation, they will rise in another nation. Because the stones and the world must cry out. And the beams also of the woodwork will echo it. Some parliamentarians will join the team of the poor to come against their government and expose the atrocious act of their government. This is the year of judgment. Woe to him who builds a city with bloodshed. I said to Nigeria, a, I saw a hand, a sword of judgment pass through Nigeria. And after that sword, many vanished. Who are the people that come under the sword of judgment? People who have made their position and wealth through bloodshed of others. The blood of the innocent that was shed is cried to God. And God has come to observe whether the cry was what he had. People who have used other human beings for sacrifices so that they may attain positions. I saw the hand of God smite their brain and some of them got paralyzed. I saw some of them, you know, become like vegetable. God, God passed judgment upon them that they will be looking at the wealth and they will not be able to touch it. Because the blood of the innocent that they have shed has cried to God. The walls cry and the beams will echo it. It says, What to him who builds a city by bloodshed and establishes a town by crime? Every city that is established by crime, will be brought to justice. Nations that have their police corrupted, you will see what will happen with them. People will rise out because the stones will cry. Some of the people in the authority will join the stones who are the beams. And they will confront all these criminals and it will be very disastrous. Has not the Lord Almighty determined that the people's labor is only fuel for fire? 
that the nations exalt themselves for nothing. It is going to be a year that the, the judgment of God will be so heavy upon many people and they will begin to seek help. Why does God judge the people in their wickedness? Does God judge the wicked that he may destroy the wicked? No. God judges the wicked and the land so that men may turn to him in righteousness. But you see, the church of God will not escape this. Every minister who has been extortionist, who collect people's money to enlarge their own personal empire, will be stripped naked. You begin to see more on television. You know, last year God started a judgment on television that people were coming up with sex scandals, people who have committed all atrocious things in the past and they're hitting it. They are bringing it out. You will see many more this year. Very, very terrible. It will be so many this year. God will open the nakedness of many people. From the church now. And there will be a lot of exposition on the top levels in the church. And that will bring forth a, a cleansing of many. And a new order of things will come upon the church of God. Which is the order of righteousness. I want to say to you therefore brethren. If in, you know, finally, what ought you do? What ought we do? During this week, the Lord told us from the book of uh, Psalm 145, the first three things that Christians ought to remember and not forget. In Psalm 145 from verse 18, Psalm 145, from verse 18. Believers, those who profess to, to love Jesus this year, and you have been treating Jesus the way you think, I beg you for yourself to repent so that God will not replace you. It says in verse 18, The Lord is near to those who call on Him, to all who call on him truthfully, you must be truthful to God this year if you will have part in the glory of God. Number two, he fulfills the desire of those who fear him. You must truly fear God this year. Let me say something to you. I told you very deeply during this week. If I have a parent who don't fear God, I will not allow them to influence me. So that I will not partake in their punishment. If I have a friend who doesn't fear God, I will not allow such to influence me. So that I will not partake in their punishment. God will punish anyone, everyone who does not fear God. Everyone reckless will not escape the sword this year. Listen to me, therefore. Number three. It says, verse 20. Let me say this before we go to verse 20. That's what in verse 19 says, He fulfills the desires of those who fear Him. So if anyone does not fear God, he will only be wishing good things. He will be grossly disappointed by God. God will frustrate all his efforts. Both in the church and in the world. Because you know that is what the judgment is based upon. He hears their cry and saves them. For God to hear you. The angels will check the fear you have for God. You know in the past some of you have played church. 
I beg you, stop it. God is not a God to be visited at your comfort. In the time past, God overlooked your wrong. But in this time, the season has changed. As God has not appointed us for rods, then we, He had given us opportunity to make a choice. If you serve God, serve Him truly. Fear God. Blessed is the man who walks not where? In the counsel of the wicked or sit in the seat of scoffers and stand in the ways of sinners. Get rid of counsel of the wicked. Get rid of the ways of sinners. And get rid of the seat of scoffers. Because curse is the man who sits in the seat of scoffers, who stands in the ways of sinners. Now listen to me, therefore. Let your delight be in the law of God. So that you may meditate upon his Lord and I. So God, God fulfills desires of those who fear him. And the last one there is, The Lord watches over all who love him. But all the wicked will be destroyed. You know, don't take your Christianity for levity. Can I say this to a lot of you here? A Christian must be different from an ungodly man. I think I've stood here too much. All right. Listen to me. There are many people who place demand on God without paying price. If you have played your life over the years, you have played church from this year, from this moment you are hearing me, change. You will not reap this year from where you did not sow. This is what the King of Heaven tells me. God will not hear you if you didn't hear God. This is what the Holy One has said. God will not serve you if you didn't serve Him. He has said, turn unto me and I will turn unto you. The degree of your tongue determines the degree of his tongue. You make a mockery of God, God will mess you up in the public. A Christian who goes to identify with ungodly people in parties is an antichrist. There are many cultures that have emerged in various various cultures that believers should stay away from. Don't trade your God for the acceptance of man any longer. I will say to the church, this church, CFT church, and all over the globe, hear my voice. When you do your wedding, or you do a burial, or you do any ceremony of celebration, or of, you know, remembrance, don't join the world in putting money on the head of people. It came from Lucifer. Whenever you, distinct, you, you disengage yourself from the act of righteousness and you behave like the people of the world, you bring yourself under sword instantly. That God cannot help you. When I would celebrate weddings for any of my own children in this church, you will know what I'm telling you. <laughs> when I wedded my wife, it was a decree. My knowledge of God at that time is less than today. I've told you many things from the core things. 
Someone can wreck your whole marriage by putting a, 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 a money on your head that has been entrenched in, in occultic stuff. That is the end of your life. Your prayer will not deliver you. The whole nation can pray for you and not be delivered because you contravene the book of Romans chapter 12, verse 1 and 2. The reason why Christians get afflicted, Satan cannot touch a Christian until you contravene the eternal order. To a man who contravenes the eternal order, God has no regard for you because you disgraced him too. You didn't have regard for him. The Bible says, be ye separated from among them. In the book of Exodus, he said to the people of Israel, he said, the, pe- the land that I'm giving to you, the people who dwell in that land, committed all these atrocities and so the ground vomited them. And he says, when you get to that land, do not practice their detestable practice. And those who engage among God's people in those practices were slaughtered by God. In the book of Romans chapter 12, verse 1. Let's read together. What does it say? Stop. Read it again. Let's read again now. I think if we understand that English, that English is a benevolent promise that is conditional. What that word is saying is this. For God's mercy to be shown on a man, That man has to fulfill the condition of presenting his body as what? Living sacrifice. So if a man does not present his body as a living sacrifice, God's mercy is withdrawn. If you look at it from legal interpretation, it means the same thing and even more. In other words, in a legal interpretation, if somebody does not present his body as a living sacrifice, God's mercy will be prevented and be withdrawn. It means he will not obtain God's mercy and the one that he has obtained will be withdrawn. It becomes negated instantly by the act of ungodliness. And this is New Testament theology. And you know the Bible, one thing I love about God is this. God does not just speak in coded language. He said the, the first verse, I beseech you, therefore, brethren, it is a plea from God. God begs you. He's begging you that you should do this so that He can bless you. He's begging you because everybody who did who contravened it ignorantly are cursed automatically. They just come under curse. Inevitable destruction that God cannot remedy. Man cannot remedy. No sacrifice can stop the affliction. No sacrifice can stop the punishment. When a believer comes under the punisher. Hell will do everything possible in the fastest time to vent their anger on that person. And any time a Christian walks away from God's instruction and comes under judgment, many Christians live with this care all their lives. We have been scared enough in the church of God. The time has come for us to obey our God. If you cannot serve God, don't come to church at all. Go into the world and then perish. It is no more accepted by God 
that you will beat different kinds of drum in the house of God. Today you sound righteousness, tomorrow you sound ungodly. When shall we make distinction between good and bad? The Bible says, woe to he that calleth good bad, or a, a bad good. That scripture says, you and I have an obligation only unto the, the, the sovereign one who gave his life to us. I, I urge you in view for, for the sake of God's mercy, so that God's mercy may abound for you, which he has freely given you, to offer your bodies as living sacrifice. Don't offer your body to Satan anymore. Don't offer your body to your culture that is destructive, that came from the pit of hell. A snare of the father to destroy the righteous. And when you are destroyed, you begin to blame God for what you have done. Call his speed, his speed. Listen to this. A living sacrifice. In other words, you are dead to the things of the world, but you are alive in God. Holy and acceptable before God. And he says, this is your spiritual act of worship. If you are not married, don't engage yourself in sexual intercourse. It's fornication. The Christian church, by law, does not wear a person that they know is pregnant. They do not wear anyone that had divorced before. Keep yourself from sin. You want to be honored by God? Then honor Him in your body. Do not expose your body to be infested by evil spirits. You cannot behave like the world. Look at the next verse. I love it. Let's read together. Do not. Uh huh. Okay, Father. It says, do not conform any longer. There's something I want to tell you. The Holy Spirit just reminded me to tell you now. The first verse is your decision. The second verse is your decision. You are the owner of your body. Anything you put on your body, that's what you wear. If you like dress naked, that's your decision. If you cover your nakedness, it's your decision. If you like to go and behave like the world, it's your decision. Sitting down with pajoras and drinking and, and taunting the name of Jesus Christ where people are messing about the name of Jesus and they can't do that to other religion is your decision. You cannot engage in all that and still call yourself a member of the household of God. Really, you come on that far line of God. Okay? The second one is saying to you here, do not conform any longer. It is your decision. Don't conform any longer with the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Think about God before you do things. In any activity you do, ask yourself, can Jesus do that? If Jesus will not do that, then why are you doing it? Why are you doing it? Let me say this to you. I told you about when I was getting married. You know, my, my wife had parents and I had parents. We told them what we want. And I'm ready for my parents not to attend my wedding. They don't have to. When it comes to the laws of my God, they don't have to. I will not permit them to make me sin against my God. But thank God for Jesus, I came from a Christian family. Who even if I want to take such decision, my father and my mother will tell me that we didn't give back to you that way. You can't go that way. 
What about our brethren, our family who are not Christians? We told them that if you want to come to my wedding, this is my own love. Who stop? You don't have to come there. Wedding is not a matter of family thing. It's a matter of man and woman and God. Period. If you are going to have a uniform to wear together for a function, it's not a problem. If you put a penny on top of it to make a profit, you are a thief. Why are you laughing? <laughs> ah, Holy Ghost, they all believe in that. What about all the ones I've been saying? They believe it too? Okay, Father, they do. <laughs> Stealing, if you are going to take a cloth, a uniform, for your own meeting, alright? The best thing for you to do is to get a person who sells the uniform and tell everybody, go and buy yours there. If you put a penny, you have made wealth by unjust gain, and it's a pile and a pile for rubbles. It will be eaten by worms. It will defile your sweat and labor. The reason why some Christians get into financial crisis, add an unjust money to your money, and all what you have, Satan will finish it. Satan will finish it. You will fast and pray. Until your mouth bleeds, nothing will happen. Because it's not fasting God expects from you. Stop robbing other people. Are you so poverty stricken that you have to steal from one another to make a money? Did you not see it in the book of Hagar? They pile it for the day of destruction. Many Christians have been victims of it. Or you put your head down for someone to reduce you to one one dollar. May God deliver you. <laughs> Somebody wants to spend money and is giving you one one dollar into your head. And you two you are dancing and putting your head. You are telling God that, you see, the height you have placed me to be rich. I don't want that. I did just one dollar for a day. Those things are ungodly practice. Or you sit down with drunkards and you are chatting, getting drunk to stupor. Promoting ungodly acts. I have to serve them what they want. Then you will receive the recompense that is due to it. In my house, whoever you may be, I don't serve alcohol, full stop. If you don't want to come to my house, don't come. If you don't want to come to my party, remain in your house. I don't need you. If you come, if I come to your party, you, don't, you cannot give me alcohol. If your party only demands alcohol, then I better don't come there. I don't need to be there. I don't have to be in the council of the ungodly. In this church, I told you something and I'll tell you again. I want to stop in 10 minutes. Please, check it for me. You know something, in this church I told you something. When we started the Christian race in, in London 25 years ago, I mean, I've been a minister for the past 30 years in UK. Just in UK. I remember that about 25 years ago, 1990, churches began to spring up here and there. And as we went to 1990, 1995, and stuff like that, people began to come with all manners of noises. But Apostle Williams did what? Silent. No be so. I was invited to the Amis. Let's do this. Let's do that. I said, if as a land surveyor, you ask me to do any business in Lansovin, I will do it. 
But if as a minister of God, you tell me to do things, I have to ask the one who sent me. Okay? And I told them, this is what God sent me to do. God told us to be going to villages. From 1990 we started, we were going to villages. Anywhere we went is village. Every nation we went is village. Okay? And we saw miracles. I mean, <laughs> in a short time they'll be praying to you all reports. We saw the Bible type of manifestation. That is where God built us. What we are today. And God told me to concentrate on the little handful he gave me. Those people I concentrated on, and I decided not to be flamboyant, be loud for nothing, join the liars, preach lies to make money, and build an empire to have big cars and big houses and big everything and jets. Where are they today? Who did it? It is our time now. Our ministry is unique. I never brought anyone to this house to raise money for us. Did I ever? Have we begged people for money here before in this church? Let me say this to you. Those people God said as you concentrate on, today they rule in this country. They are highly blessed executive over the whole place. Listen to me. Having succeeded in them, who are the, the leaders, I concentrated on the younger ones, imparted into them what I received from the Father. Today, our young ones are professionals all over the whole place. They are proud of their father. They are proud of the house. And I'm proud of them everywhere I go. I don't have confused people following me because I'm not confused. If I follow those people, I would have also been tainted. You will go anywhere in UK or anywhere in the world if you say that I'm from Apostle Williams, people's mouth will shut. Nobody can say it's a pajora. Nobody can say it's a money doubler. Listen to me. Do I have money? I do. Am I rich? I am wealthy. Not rich. A wealthy man is better than a rich man. The riches that you talk about, I may not have it, but I lack nothing that I want. <laughs> Hello, somebody. Up to this place that we are, no man under heaven can say it is through our efforts. Let me say this to you. Nobody can, nobody put a penny to help CFT acquire this building. No. Well, those who are my sons and daughters gave, as we also give to them in their own time of need. But to buy this building, it was in this house. To build this building, every professional needed had been prepared by God, had been made by God before the building came. We saved this church close to two million pounds in professional fee using our qualification. In-house, those who come from outside, you can't talk anything to me, I will give you a member of my leadership who is qualified in that area. You can't. Listen to me. Though, I did not go to the fast track because the end is disaster. As many are getting to disasters today. 
I went through the hard track. And the end is to be refined. Which we are refined today. No one can tell you that your pastor is a failure. Hello? No one can tell you that apostle is one of them looking for money. No one can tell you that your, your pastor is a miserable man because he's frustrated he's preaching the gospel. No be so. In my old age I'm reading. When I finish the law degree in six months' time, I'm going for architecture. <laughs> I am Pastor Bilewu, we dig it out. <laughs> eh? Do you know what they are for? Unless the Lord build the house, they labor in vain. Unless the Lord watch over the city, what you will become is in the hands of God. Give God a chance. Don't spoil it. Don't spoil it. Don't be in a haste. And don't think by you compromising with the clubs of the world, you will get there. They are going nowhere. The earth is the Lord's and the fullness. I told you 10 minutes, isn't it? So the 10 minutes mean 2 minutes? Do not conform any longer to the pattern of this world. Tell someone, do not conform any longer. I don't like the way you are speaking this morning. Tell that person, do not conform any longer to the pattern of this world, but be transformed. But be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Your mind is your asset. Allow God to incubate on it. He says, then you will be able to test and approve what God God's will is His good, pleasing, and perfect will. I will stop there. I told you yesterday that God showed me a lot of people, Christian, in the church. God gives them vision. They think about the vision, but they soon come to a brick wall. So there are many visions in church, beautiful, brilliant, but the, people, the people's ability to think it out has hindered their ability to commence it. So when we are speaking, when I was praying, prophetically moving during the week, yesterday, day for yesterday, day for yesterday especially, I began to deal with limitations, isn't it? You remember. But then after, in this year, from this month, I will begin to teach you to be able to think beyond barrier can happen only when you allow Holy Spirit Anything that is thinkable is doable and achievable. But unless the Lord builds the house. And for the Holy Spirit to be able to give you the grace to test the perfect will of God, you must no longer live according to the pattern of this world. I don't want any one of you to just live for living sake. That is to live to die. You must calculate what your life has done in this life. Don't pass through this world without an impact. What will people remember you for? Oh, you came to the world, you had children, and that's the end of you. May that not be you. When others left trace, we must leave impact in our generation. But that is the key.
you do not conform any longer to the pattern of this world, be it transformed by the renew of your mind. Then, you will be able to test and approve what God's will is. He's good, pleasing, and perfect will. Shall we stand up together, please? We're going to pray for ourselves. I want us to pray. Pray for someone beside you. That Father, enable us in this year to fulfill this mandate of heaven. Shall I begin to pray in the name of Jesus? Give us the strength to fulfill the mandate of heaven. Pray and tell God, help me Lord to trust you. Help me Lord to believe in you. Tell God to help you to trust him. Pray. The, the songwriter says, when we walk in the Lord in the light of his word, what a glory he sheds on our way. Help us not to live a life of illusion. Help us, O oh God, to be realistic before you. To live a dedicated life. Tell God, use my brother in this year. Use my sister in this year. Use me, O oh God of heaven. Bless me and bless my sister and my brothers in this household of faith. Oh, sovereign Lord. Let us pray that God should fulfill his purpose for our lives. Fulfill your purpose for our lives, O oh God. Pray that God will give you full faith in God. Complete faith in God. And the Lord will help us to fully obey God, the voice of heaven. Give us complete faith in you. Help us to obey the voice of heaven. Help us not to put man above you. We want to put you first, Lord. We don't want to put man above you. Tell God, I want to hear your voice distinctly and clearly. I want to hear your direction. I want to be able to prove and test every good thing. That I may know the perfect will of God for me in every situation. Pray and tell God, help me not to take wrong decision today. I mean this year. Every decision I take, help me, O oh God. That I will take the right decision. Your perfect will in everything. 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 Help me to discern your perfect will in everything. Approve your perfect will, your pleasing and perfect will in everything. Tell God, help me, help me, help me. I don't want to live an empty life this year, a failed life this year. Help me, Holy Spirit, to be able to live a life that will please you. I want to be a man that you can boast of. A man that heaven can boast of. A woman that God can depend upon. Tell God, enable me by your spirit. Those of you who are over 70, tell God to use you before you die. If you are over 70, begin to tell God, in this my old age, help me, empower me to reach out to my, my colleagues. Turn me into a soul winning machine so that I can bring many people who are old like myself to the kingdom of God.
Whatever age you are, tell God, in this age, use me to reach out to my own brethren. Tell God, manifest in me all the grace required. Manifest in me all the power that is needed. You have promised. Tell God, let me be part of this promise. Let me be manifester of this promise. Let me be part of the manifestation. Mark me, O God, with your glory this year. Let my life be a blessing. Let my life be a blessing. Marabosha kabobonde saparata. This year I will not miss God. Pray that God will be able to rely upon you. If God is looking for a man to bless, you should be qualified. If God is looking for a man to send, you should be qualified. If God is looking for a man to use, you should be qualified. Tell God, no more playing church. I will commit myself to the service of God in this household. Tell God, this year, I will worship and serve you with all my heart. I break loose of every satanic bondage. I will serve God not as it's convenient for me, but as pleasing to the most holy one. Jesus at the age of 12 was in the temple for three whole days. Reading the word of God and serving God in the temple. You will not be one of those who miss some service and pick and choose which service to come. Begin to tell God. Thank you, Father God. No, even stay where you are. Stay where you are. I want to sing this song prayerfully. Guide me, great Are y'all going to hear your voice to heaven? Pilgrims through this paradise. I am with. I want to pray this song as you sing it.
when I tread, when I tread the path of joy. Now your heart talk to God as you say. I have said, the unction is here, and I speak. Everyone that have load and chains upon their necks, tied by the devil, used by man, I command chains, be broken in the name of Jesus as of Nazareth. Everyone that have shackles, and chains upon their feet. That is by the devil. Through the hands of man. I command shackles and chains. Be broken in the name of Jesus Christ. In accordance with the order of heaven. It is written. The Lord Almighty has sworn. Surely as I plan it shall be. As I purpose it will stand. Every manifestation. Upon your lives that is working against the plans of God. I frustrate in the name of Jesus. Every manifestation upon your life, in your home, in your body, that is working against the purpose of God. I command it to be destroyed in the name of Jesus. It is written, every tree that my heavenly father did not plant. Shall be pulled out from the roots. Hear the word of the Lord. Every seed of sickness. Every tree of, of anger. Tree of rage. Tree of hatred. Every tree of weariness of soul. Of tiredness. Of failure. Of frustration. Be pulled out in the name of Jesus Christ. Sickness. Your name is called disease. The Bible says, He was wounded because of our transgressions. And because of that, we cannot be accused any longer for transgression. He was tested because of our iniquity. And because of that, we will receive no more testimony for iniquity. 
It says they turned seven and make us upon him. By his stripes we were healed. By his stripes we were healed. By his stripes we were healed. Receive healing in the name of Jesus Christ. I command your home healed. I decree your body healed. I decree your children healed. I decree your grandchildren healed. There are people who are sick in their mind. They could never carry through a thinking. They could never carry through or fulfill good desires. From today, the Bible says the memory of the righteous is blessed. I command your memory blessed. I command your memory blessed. I command your memory blessed. The Bible says God won't kiss concerning them, saying, Touch not God's anointed, and make God's prophet no harm. Everyone that the devil has signed to touch you, I bind them in the name of Jesus Christ. Everyone that has spoken contrary against you, I revoke their speaking in the name of Jesus. The Bible says God will not permit the speaking of Balaam to happen. He will not permit the negativity of Balaam to happen. He turned the curses of blessing because your God loves you. I speak any contrary word that will be spoken against you by mortal men. I reverse them in the name of Jesus. From today, if a man will speak a curse over you, it shall be turned to blessing. If a man will have a thought of evil against you, it shall not be permitted by God. When curses are sent by witches and wizards, the way it operates is that a spirit is assigned to make it happen. And the particular way the spirit ha- makes it happen to believers, they will influence the Christians to begin to behave. A, a, the type of behavior that will open the door for the devil. So that they will be justified in touching God's anointed. For he has conserved the holy order. Because of that, Every demonic influence over your life, I destroy in the name of Jesus Christ. I speak in the name of the Lord. Your mind is sanctified. Your mind shall be fruitful. Jesus says, my sheep hear my voice. My sheep hear my voice. Sheep, hear the voice of your maker. Sheep, hear the voice of your maker. The voice of stranger, you will not follow again. The voice of stranger, you will not follow again. Satan will fall over you. All his arsenal will fail over you. They will never prosper about you. The Bible says no weapon for the gates will prosper. Every tongue that rises against you, judgment and condemn. Every weapon of sin shall fail over you. My God. If by word of mouth someone spoke and another man was mad. By word of mouth someone spoke and another man was sacked from the office. By word of man, someone spoke and evil happened to other people. It happened because they speak by the God they worship. Who assigned evil spirits to carry out the mandate. Father, I stand upon the word. The book of Hebrews chapter 1. As a son of God and a messenger of heaven, I speak. Every torment... That some people might have been going through. 
that has led to frustration. Whatever reason it came, mercy rules in judgment. I invoke the mercy of heaven over you. I command tormentors depart in the name of Jesus. I command tormentors lose all in the name of Jesus. Today, I speak in accordance with the holy word of God. Nations shall be given to you for inheritance. Double doors of heaven is open before you. Your trial is turned to triumph. Your sorrow is turned to jubilation. Area of frustration. God assigned His holy angels to you. They will bring the blessing. 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 That your tongue will sing the song of praise. I shut the door against you, devil. Over the lives of these people, you prevail no more. There are some of you who have served God valiantly before. Your old strength is restored back to you. Some of you who used to pray very, very well before and you lost it. Today, receive it back. The Bible says, I will restore to you the year the locusts have eaten. Whatever the locusts have taken, be restored in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Hey, my God. Thank you. Thank <laughs> you. My, 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 my. Everyone rejoices for his church on earth. For the king of Salem has visited his people. He makes things beautiful. In this, his time. The very mouth of the Lord has spoken. And the hand of the father had fulfilled. The lion has roared. Who will not but speak? The Lord has spoken. Who shall hinder him? For you, the gate of fulfillment of promises is open to you. It shall come to pass in this season. While you are thinking, as the Holy Spirit will drop ideas into you, behold, the manifestation. For all the visions God has given to you, I decree this day, angels will begin to bring provision for you. He will connect you with human beings that matter to destiny. He will destroy around you every relationship that can shipwreck you. Never again will we walk according to our choice. The rule of heaven will bind ourselves in an oath and declare. The rule of heaven will prevail over the human rule. The wishes of man for us shall fail. The wishes of God shall prevail. The wishes of man for us shall fail. The wishes of God only shall prevail. Our life shall be full of testimony on a daily basis. My God and King will bless you. It is the first Sunday. It is the first Sunday I speak. As your son has risen this day, it will never set again. Your son will not win. 
The cloud over you shall never be bronze anymore. They shall send down refreshing rain. Your mouth shall be filled with testimonies. So shall it be. Messengers shall come from among you to the ends of the earth. For the king of comfort shall comfort thee. Fire shall go out of you to ignite many nations. For the very mouth of the one who lives forever and ever has spoken it. You will carry the banner across the United Kingdom. Millions shall come to the knowledge of Christ. By your manifestation, the hard desire of the righteous in this nation from every denomination shall be fulfilled. Your rising shall not be for your own. It shall be for the kingdom. And you will be a rod of correction that will restore the kingdom. The old bridge that was devastated shall be restored through your very hand. Someone will say, will God do that with us? That is what he chose you for. For this is why he had ordained, he has called, and he has sent and commissioned. And in this season, he begins to bring it to light. You shall be called the repairer of the old bridges that were devastated. Restoring the old order of things in the kingdom of God. My God and King, we bless you. We thank you. Everybody who uses here.